What's up, guys? This is Last Night Tomorrow. I'm Danathan James. I'm here with Simon Puckett. This is me. He's all the way out here from Atlanta. I am uh, here from the ATL to bring the Southern flavor. Right. We're going to be talking about the top five movies of the year, and in our opinions, at least. In our yeah. very qualified opinions. Very qualified. I saw a lot very, of movies this year. So did I. I'm very into movies right now. But I will say it was not easy for me to get a five list. I know there was a lot of movies I liked, but I'm just like I can't say it's my top five. Yeah, mm-hmm. agreed. So Simon here runs a music podcast. It's the the bakery. The bakery. The bakery. We, we be cooking. We be cooking. We be cooking. What was it? Eat, Eat a, a croissant. croissant. Eat a croissant. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. All right. So with that, let's start off. Uh, what is your number five? Uh, my number five is Ford versus Ferrari. Oh, okay. Yeah, I. Uh, I really liked it. I love cars, so that helps. I knew the story going in, so that also helps. But I think it's a movie that anybody could get into, honestly. There's enough like humanity to it and like story to it. Um Matt Damon and Christian Bale really work well together. Okay. You know, and I forget that Matt Damon can act his ass off sometimes, you know. I almost was squirting tears. Oh nice. It was almost a tear squirter. <laughs> Tear jerker, tear jerker, jerking tears. Whatever floats your boat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that was that's what I'd call it. It was okay. a great fun movie. Uh, also, um, what's his face? The Punisher's in it for a little oh, bit. Oh, nice. I can't remember his name. John Bernthal. Shane from Walking Dead. Shane from Walking Dead. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was real fun. You know, got to see some really cool driving. Some that's really, always fun. Some really nice. Better like, than Fast and Furious driving stuff. Um, just different. Just different. Realistic. Real realistic. Realistic. I mean, they're racing at Le Mans, which is like one of the most infamous races races of all time. And it's an epic story of okay. America because Ferrari insults Henry Ford, oh. the second. And he's okay. just like, you know what? Fuck Ferrari. We're going to go win. Four years in a row they did because of that. Shows you what happens when you insult an American. There you go. <laughs> uh, we'll get back at you. We'll get we'll get back at so you. So how about you? What's uh, what's your five? I'm gonna say my number five was Star Wars: Rise okay. of Skywalker. Yeah. Uh, we gave you our opinions on that. Yeah. Before, if you wanna so. if you wanna hear what we think about that, yeah, just go on us. We can go link fast in on description. This one. Link in the hashtag. Yeah. Link in the description. Um, I just thought it was a good to close up the trilogy. I think this trilogy. The saga, not the just saga, the trilogy. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Uh, I think the trilogy will look be looked better upon in years from now. Yeah. When this younger generation grows up. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we gave all our thoughts on that. So if you want to yeah, hear that, yeah, we're not going to go into detail right now. If you want to hear that, go down and We don't need another out. 45 minutes. Yeah, we went for a while. Um, so should um, I just move on to number four? Move on to number four. Number four would be Lords of Chaos. Okay. Uh, that I didn't is, get to see that one. Right. I tried to get you to watch it, but you didn't. Um, it definitely helps if you are Metalhead, Megadeth. Okay. Uh, it's about the rise of black metal in Norway and the church burnings that occurred because of it and the murders that occurred because of it. Really gritty. Very gritty. Mm. It has a nine minute murder scene. Oh. Nine minutes. It's really it's one of the best murder scenes I've ever seen. And it stars Macaulay Culkin's brother Rory Culkin. Um and it's very gritty. It's also a it's not for the faint of heart, for sure. Okay. One of the most brutal well, the murder scene was brutal, but brilliant. And also the suicide scene when uh, Death, or Dead, sorry, uh, kills himself is also very brutal. But he's also, I mean, it's so funnily, like, not funnily, uh, hilariously dark. But that just comes with the story. 
Uh, this one is finally kind of has a little bit of approval from the actual band it's based off of because it's a, it's a dark story and there's only one guy left mm-hmm. from so the it's band. based off of a real band. Based off a real band, Mayhem, in the early, late 80s, mm-hmm. early 90s. So it's almost like a biopic? It is a biopic. It is yeah, a biopic. Exactly. It's made by, I forgot the guy, the director. He's been trying to get this movie made for like 20 years. And he finally got it made because the, well, it's just the, the guy left, Necro Butcher, who's left from the band, he doesn't really like it. You know, he gets very upset. And it's understandable. I mean, his best friend committed suicide, and that's like a big part of the story. Right. And it's crazy how, like, I mean, I mean, it, to show you how crazy black metal is, he killed himself, and they made necklaces out of his skull fragments. Uh, and then it's alleg- allegedly the um, Euronymous ate some of his brain. Right. But I, that's neither. That's not confirmed. <laughs> that's not confirmed. Right. Um, so it's uh, not for the faint of heart, not is for what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, definitely but, not for the faint of heart. But a good but movie. It, one of the best looking. It's eerie. I'm, it's I'm assuming creepy. they use their own music for a lot of stuff. Um, or, yes, for, for a good chunk of it. Uh, Mayhem, there's a couple Mayhem songs. There's other black metal songs. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, the how, director also directed Madonna music videos back <laughs> in the day, so he's come a long way. How do you think it fares for people that aren't necessarily into metal? I think it works as long as you can like get into the story. Except that, except it's a metal. that it okay. is about metal. I mean, you know, this it's uncomfortable. They're burning churches. It's very like right. Um, it's rough. It's not going to be mm-hmm. for someone who. And gets, I know you're good with that kind of stuff. You're really right. like you enjoy. It's okay to be seen. I, I like it in a cinema yeah. form. It's bringing it to attention. Right. It's I I think it's right. important. And there's to been a lot of kind of movies. There, this story's been told a lot. Okay. Uh, through books and other things, and this is kind of I think the best it's ever been told. Nice. Uh, it's it's just really good. Lords you know? of Chaos. Lords of Chaos. Okay. It's on Hulu right now. Oh, nice. For free. Well, not for free, but you know, go check yeah. it out. Go check it out on Hulu. If you have Hulu, it's free. But. If you have Hulu, it's free. <laughs> on uh, someone else's Hulu. Or on someone else's Hulu. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, link in the description below. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, Danathan's Hulu password, <laughs> oh, no. which is my Hulu password. Uh, yeah. All right, um, your number four. My number four. I'm going to say Lighthouse. Lighthouse, okay. Did um, not see it. Right. So I just think Lighthouse, I had no idea what it was going to be about. Right. I saw a lot of the trailers. Yeah. I saw Robert Pattinson getting a lot of hype for it. I'm like, mm-hmm. huh, that's interesting. Yeah. So I went and seen it not really knowing what to expect. Mm-hmm. And instantly, from like the first scene, I'm blown away. Yeah. Like pretty much, it's it's in black and white. Right. And I think that's a good style, like a right. unique style choice, especially nowadays. No one's done that in a while. They changed the aspect ratio right, as like well. Right, it's like 4-8, right? Right. So yeah. it looks like it's a square the whole time. Right, yeah. Um, so it makes it feel like everything's taller mm-hmm. and more... Um, claustrophobic right which it kind of is just the two of them locked just in the away, two of them. Locked and, away, and yeah. that's kind of it they have nobody else to talk to except for the two of them and they go crazier they go right. crazier certain times they love each other they're having a great time yeah. and then instantly they just hate each other they can't stand Real each times. other's guts yeah. they want to kill each other yeah and it's just like i think that's some of the greatest acting i've seen in like years from, yeah. from both of them willem Dafoe specifically uh, put some respect on his name daddy defoe daddy defoe daddy defoe daddy defoe killed it killed and it. Robert, Ro- he killed it as well. He's having a, uh, uh, as we like to say, a moment. He's having a uh, moment. He's having a moment. And he also had that space movie that apparently did very well. Right. And, and I think this is really important for him since he's going to be the new Batman. He That's needed right. to be in the, he needed to erase his Edward type. Yeah, I forget I, sometimes right. he was Edward. Um, and like, sure, he was young, he was a teen. That's That was fine for him to break out, but he always had that uh, stigma attached yeah. to him. So some people would instantly write him off because he was in the Twilight. Right. Hey, Anna Kendrick got out of it, or Anna, however Anna you want to say it. She yeah. got out of it. Uh, and I still, I Kristen think Kristen Stewart, Stewart got out of it. Yeah. She's having a moment. She, I haven't seen Charlie's Angels, but I want to see yeah, Charlie's she, Angels. She was 
a highlight of that movie. The new movie Underwater coming out. I really Is am excited about Yeah, uh, that seems really creepy. Right. They fall to the bottom of the ocean mm-hmm. and creepy shit goes down. Yeah. Also, T.J. Miller. haven't seen him in a long time, so I'm excited to see him back. Yeah. Well, uh, so Lighthouse. Um, Lighthouse. It was very... Definitely going to see it. I was totally what's happening most of the time. Yeah. But the scenes were so good. Like, I would want to recreate those scenes. I just like to do it, just to have the experience to be... Yeah portray those characters yeah. in a different way. I think it could be a great like stage play. Could, yeah, I could see that working uh-huh, too. Yeah. Really well. Easy set too. Um, yeah. It was just one room. Um, it was, well, there's multiple lit rooms of it, but that's easy. You, you know can, what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah, a lighthouse. Yeah. 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 Uh, so yeah, I definitely recommend Lighthouse to anybody. It's okay. very, it's kind of a horror, but I never felt like It's scared. like psychological. Very psychological. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure what happens in it and I won't go into too right, many right. details. Um, yeah. So let's take a break from the list for a second. Okay. Pause. What is one movie that you isn't on your list, but you and for good reason, uh, war for one way or another, that you personally enjoyed? That I personally like that that it could have been on your list, but in your heart you knew it's like it's not on the list, but I would have liked it to be. Um, that's a tough question. You can give me a couple if you need to. Yeah, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to think of what what else I saw. Um, Doctor Sleep. Doctor Sleep. It was a it was a really fun good movie. Ewan McGregor. Uh, Ewan McGregor's great. Always. Um, I loved the villain. I don't know her name, but she was really good in it, too. Um, it was a fun movie. I hadn't seen The Shining in years, so right. and it's a direct sequel. Do you so. think you needed to see the like, yeah. No, that's what I was going to okay. say. It's like, it's it doesn't, there's definitely like fan service for Shining and Stephen King fans. But you didn't need uh, it. But you didn't need that's it. That's always the best way to go about it, I think. Yeah. It's a little, little uh, reward to the people who do right. know it. Yeah, especially like towards the end. Like, it's not a secret. They go back to the Shining Mansion or whatever they want to call it, the big thing. Oh, uh, yeah, stuff. it's a sequel. Yeah. It needs to be attached. Um, and that's when like the fan service really kicks in. Okay. It's like when they're back there, you know, they're having little moments that happened in the moments when they're mm. having from the shining uh but it, that was really good but it didn't blow me away like something that kind of an, not annoyed me but like when i was done with the movie there was some guy going clapping his hands go oh my god bravo and i'm like okay it was good but it wasn't that good okay it wasn't like clap your hands like if you missed ovation. it okay well, catch it eventually when it's on a stream yeah inside. it wasn't it, i think the, one of the coolest things for me and it's, it's not really a spoiler a little bit of a spoiler but they murder a child on screen and you don't see that happen. And yeah. not just like a child dies, like they they, they oh. murder a child on screen. And again, if you heard me say it, talk about Lords of Chaos, I love that. Um, but this was just, you don't see it every day. And I like the shock value mm-hmm. of it, but it wasn't like just for the shock value. It was a very integral part of like what's going on in the story. And uh, it was just brutal. Right. You know, and I hadn't seen something like that in a while. So that's that's my thing. Also, shout out Dolby Theaters makes everything better. Dolby Theaters makes everything better. Uh, hashtag AMC. Can we get a sponsor? <laughs> uh, all right. So one, so you, yeah. One movie that like stood out that I really wanted to put on my top five, yeah. but in my heart of hearts, mm-hmm. you know, I knew is uh, John Wick three. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was expecting that. I didn't exactly. even know you've ever even seen a John mm-hmm. Wick. I, that was this was my first John Wick. Okay. I went yeah. back and watched the other ones, yeah. and I'm, I can't say I'm a major fan of the yeah. other ones, but I didn't need to. Yeah. Um. John Wick 3 had some of the best fight choreography that I've ever seen. I mean, that's just seen. John Wick. That's what it's for. I know. It's perfect. Like, yeah. like honestly, I and it wasn't trying to be anything more. No. They throw in some like sci-fi fantasy plot lines. Yeah. And I'm like, obviously, it's not the best, no. but like, it doesn't need to be. They're not great movies, but they're their phenomenal. Art, it, it, it is a different kind of art. Yeah. I don't think all movies have to be like the best plot-wise, even no. though I'm a story narrative, you right. know me, yeah, I yeah, yeah, put yeah. story narrative above everything else. Yeah. But like Fast and Furious, I don't. they need to have good car scenes. They need to have that That's kind of it. stuff. Yeah. John Wick need to have good fight choreographies, yeah. and they did. They did. It was like, really good. 
Did you see John Wick 3? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've oh, seen all of them. They yeah. had like seven minute fight scenes. Yeah. Every single one. It's just like. All of them hit. Oh, every single one of them. And like, they always had a button at the end of it. Like, you know, it's like, now it's over. Yeah. Uh, and it was, it was really gritty, but it was funny. Yeah. Um, it, I don't know. It, I don't, I think it was supposed to be, make you laugh in it, a way. It is. I, like, uh, even I mean, though they're taking it seriously. Right. Jason Manzoukas, he's there. And no matter what he does, he's going to make me laugh. Right. And also, uh, and Keanu um, Reeves is just going to make you smile. Keanu Reeves. I mean, he's glorious. Uh, what was the thing they called him at the, the, the Xbox thing? Glorious or magnificent. That was it. You're magnificent. And Keanu Reeves is magnificent. Right. And he puts so much effort into these movies. No, he does so well. Like, and he's doing almost all John of his stunts. Wick, I'm excited for John Wick 4. I'm the excited. Final, it's yeah. the final one, the yeah. ending to it all. So it also, comes out the same day as the next Matrix. Oh, it does. Yeah, okay. it's kind of interesting. He that won't is. probably be in that one. But. Um, I was going to say, the villain, the big British dude, mm. I also, he makes me laugh. He's a very cringy oh, right. British and actor. He was the final battle with him. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. built that into. He dips himself in. I wish they had talked a little bit more about that. Is he rubbing himself with lotion? I feel like he's rubbing himself. <laughs> I, with, I think he's rubbing himself with stem cells head to toe. Right. Which is very villainous. Right. Yeah. And as someone who wants to like choreograph and do like fight choreography and stunts myself, John Wick was so eye opening. I'm like, that's how it works. That's how you write a fight yeah. scene. That's what you do. And it worked for the plot. Yeah. It literally, you, we, we went through the plot following Keanu Reeves. Mm -hmm. We didn't need, like, that's the story. We're that's just following story. this guy. And he plays, he looks like a character. Oh yeah. Like it's Keanu Reeves, but like he's John Wick. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's directed by a stunt guy. So that's like why oh, it's, there's so awesome. much detail uh -huh. to it. It's like uh, when you see saw like a Michael Bay movie, you're not expecting like no, you're good expecting explosions. explosions. And like I think that has a place. All, yeah. Um, also, I, the 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 whole story started for John Wick. You said you watched the other ones, right? So like it's I didn't so like simple. Him as much, but it's so simple. Very simple. They, they his dog. They killed his dog. Yeah. And he kills everyone because they killed his dog, which is so simple but so beautiful. Little puppers. Right. That's all we need. Um, we have motive. We have everything. Motive. We have all the base. Storyline functions yeah, that we need exactly, and there's little touches mm -hmm. like about his past mm -hmm. and like little things like that, but we don't need too much of it, right? And that's um, why it doesn't break into my top five because of that, right? Because it doesn't need to, yeah. like the fight choreography itself speaks for itself, yeah. One more, real quick, I'll say on this same topic, mm -hmm. um, no, go for it, we have not, plenty of time, yeah. I won't delve too deep into it, but it, 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 I, which is so much fun, but I. It's like I love watching these movies, but I don't like them. If that makes any sense, right? See, I have I didn't I wasn't a big fan of it too. Yeah. Um, it's because the first one hit so well for me, mm -hmm. um, and they're not scary movies to me. They're very lighthearted. No, I'm laughing constantly during right? the entire you, movie. You have a different sense of humor. Yeah. Um, but I am laughing during these yeah. movies. Yeah. But it's, it's well, I mean, very Bill Hader. Right. You can't not. Yeah. And then um, Stranger Things kid. That was the same character. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right, 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 right. Um, Finn Wolfhard. Finn Wolfhard. Uh. He was hilarious in the first one. Yeah. Um, and I think it just missed, like, the children were so charming in the first yeah. one. And while the actors were great, it yeah. was just different. Also, I did not like old uh, big kid. I don't know. I remember his name. Mm. But the, also, how many goddamn times are they going to say January Embers, whatever <laughs> that whole thing right. is? That was so annoying how many times I said that. Uh, also, when I watched that movie, shout out to Atlanta, uh, Big Cockroach crawled up on me. So Ooh. a little fun, you know, and then I flicked him off and he was so big. I heard the thud during the oh, movie. Oh no. Um, <laughs> That's a way to be like an interactive experience. Interactive experience. <laughs> yeah. God, if, if that, it would have been hilarious. Listen, I'm glad it happened to me and not anybody I saw it with. Because they would have screamed. They would have screamed. All right. Well, uh, let's get back to the list, I guess. List. So we did uh, five and four. Number three. I'll give you my number three. Uh, my Now my number three is Star Wars. Okay. So again, not much to say. Great movie. Love it. Right. I think Darth Sidious is one of the greatest villains ever. Nice. 
or Palpatine City. It's whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, what about you? I'm going to say Rocket Man. Okay. Number yeah. three is Rocket Man. I know a lot of people that, like, thought it wasn't great. Yeah. And I totally disagree. Yeah. Like, people were saying Bohemian Rhapsody was better. And, like... Movie's trash. I, I agree. I, like, I liked it for what it was. Yeah. But they cut out... It was a biopic. They cut so much out of... Freddie Mercury's life. life. Yeah. 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 And I, think, just, I think... I uh, think... What's his name? Um... The main actor, I can't think of his name right now. Uh, he did a fantastic job. He's great. No, he yeah. he is great. Um, like I have no qualms with him at all. Yeah, as an actor, um, it was the movie itself. Yeah, uh, I don't think that the songs necessarily helped the plot or the storyline. It just felt like no, Bohemian. It was almost jukeboxy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, basically. And I don't think it should have been PG thirteen. No, it shouldn't have. It should have. Well, been. I really wanted to see the Sasha Baron Cohen version of it. Okay. Where he was gonna have like all the crazy batshit stuff that Freddie was doing backstage, and right. Sasha, and I think Sasha would also made a great Freddie Mercury. Uh, the only the best part of that movie for me was Mike Myers's cameo, uh, and that just goes back to how much I love Wayne's World, which had you know made, put Bohemian Rhapsody on the map. Apparently, right. you know, Queen was huge before that. Uh, um, I think it works so well because of how influential and how giant Queen is. Yeah, they're great. It's yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Um, but Rocket Man. Rocket Man. I did not see it. I think that it just told the story of their person the biopic yeah. better it was grittier it was rated r yeah um i just don't think any biopic should be or biopic whatever should be rated anything other than r because, because you need to be you need to go through their life what they actually felt yeah and a lot of times like pg-13 they're what are they a teenager yeah exactly um taron egerton killed it i've heard and I, I, he's actually singing compared to right uh, the guy he in bohemian he actually in the animated movie sing like the american idol right, animated right, right version, yeah. he's got to sing i'm still standing so he sang that the yeah, Elton yeah. John's I didn't know too much about Elton John I know nothing uh, and uh, after that movie I started liking Elton John's music yeah. I just think yeah. it really hit and that's what this movie should do introducing right. a new audience to this wonderful music Yeah, definitely. and he had a crazy story he was a crazy musical genius They right. a, and I felt it he was very tortured soul like yeah um, diva love it of course love it glasses uh huh um, he, he always knew how to. Um... He stole his friend's name because oh, that's a he? stage name. Right, 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 right. He literally stole. I'm gonna take your name. It I sounds think I, I think I remember hearing. And that, it's just yeah. hilarious. Like, and he knew that that like, kind of cut ties with his friend right. because of that. But like, it was worth it to him. Yeah. He knew he had to do it. Also, he had a small part in the second uh, Kingsman, it was, but it was a very fun part. Right. I don't know if you remember that. I don't know if I saw the second one. Oh, he did see the second one. I watched it. The third one's coming. Right. Yeah, the third one's coming. But it's like a prequel. It's when they the Kingsman start first started. I think that's how it is. But yeah, I, I I wanted to see it. It just didn't happen. Right. Uh, but I'll probably see it eventually. But now I'm sad I can't see it in a in a Dolby. Dolby. Yeah, I got to see it in Dolby, and it was yeah. just I I wasn't necessarily excited to see it. I'm just like yeah. I want to go see a Dolby movie tonight. Right. And it happened to be on opening night. I think the reason mm. I think Bohemian Rhapsody is part of the reason I didn't see it because I was like I think I just lumped him in a little bit too much, and right. I shouldn't I shouldn't no. it shouldn't be the case. But I I just didn't like Bohemian mm. at all. I hear they're gonna uh the the director wants to make a Madonna one next. Okay. Um, um, okay. I, 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 I agree. Get it, I, get I agree it. with making yeah. uh, big Honestly, female like pop see... icon. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah, and if they can do it like they did Rocket Man, mm -hmm. I, I can. I mean, I'm not of the generation of Madonna, right? So I don't really know Madonna like. Neither do I? I know like Vogue. I watched Glee. This would be, <laughs> this would be like kind of controversial, but I'd like to see a Michael Jackson one. Okay. And show all the horrible stuff he no or no or not. You know, he did he was not a great person and but he was because of his horrible childhood and his horrible upbringing. Right. Know? He was a child yeah. star. Show us what happened in the Jackson 5 mm -hmm. and like how he became this, you know, very mentally unstable and mentally ch not challenged, what's the word I'm looking for? Like mentally damaged person mm -hmm. and led to all these horrible heinous acts. Um 
but I'm sure that's got to be some sort of fascinating mm-hmm. story, what goes on there. So what do you think about controversy in movies, like politically and that kind of thing? I think it really just depends on it, mm-hmm. specifically. Like, yeah, I, I, like, I like raising the questions yeah, about it. Yeah. And speaking of controversy, this brings me to my number two. Okay. Joker. Oh, yeah. Um, I think Joker was great. I, there was a lot of um, calls. People like, oh, it's going to make people more violent. Yeah. Uh, and then the only thing that happened was people were dancing on those steps. Yeah, exactly. That was all it caused. <laughs> uh, the Batman movies had more violence caused because of them. Oh, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. the shooting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Joaquin deserves best actor. I could 100%. agree with that 100%. Um, I mean, um, this is kind of a spoiler, I guess, for future on, but I mean, we're mentioning it now. It's my number one movie. Yeah, that's what I, yeah. Yeah, uh, Joker's my number one. I love so it. let's get it out right now. Yeah, yeah that was my number one. I'll save my number two. For, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but my number one is Joker. It's just, I love, I haven't loved a movie like that in so long. And um, I think it was fantastic. I don't think it's the perfect movie. I, I. For certain. Uh, but it's the perfect movie for me, if that makes sense. Right. I understand why some people couldn't watch it. Yeah. It was some gritty stuff that you're right. not used to seeing. I think I personally liked it. I yeah. I the first time I watched it, I felt really anxious while watching it. Really? Like okay. especially when um he's uh about to go up on stage. Yeah. I was nervous. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh I like it when movies can make me feel like yeah. that. I just I knew that was gonna happen. I didn't like know because like it was confirmed or anything. I was just like, oh, I see where this is going. De Niro's getting shot. Right. And okay, I knew that was happening, yeah, yeah. but it still got me. Still e- got even you. though I knew it was coming, uh-huh. it was just perfect. I-, I liked it. The biggest swerve for me was when he wasn't actually dating that neighbor. Right. And I like that idea of that because what was what was their condition called? Narcissistic? Uh, I don't remember exactly. Anyways, well, his mother did that with the... Uh, Wayne. With, uh, right, with Bruce Wayne. So it's really cool that like, they had that like uh, yeah. synonymous right. disease. Uh, what was I going to say? Well, his mom is a great actress. Oh, right. She I love her in everything. Uh, she was in like uh, American Horror Story for a while. She's in How I Met Your Mother. Right. She's Barney's mom. Right. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? She, uh... But that was something that like pissed me off. I'm so superficial sometimes, but I was like, how is this? Zazie Beats is gorgeous, and she's out with this like joker fella and i'm like how is this happening and i was like oh he's envisioning it that makes sense that imagining makes sense. it envisioning it oh envisioning. i thought you said imagining like imagining image imagining. <laughs> imagining yeah imagining um, so that was just such a great movie i think the the send in the clowns was a perfect kind of like score for it it's so right. brutal when he kills that guy in his apartment that was such a funny moment too when the little right <laughs> and it's really like okay so i say this a lot like the first half of the movie yeah. is very dramatic it's yeah. very serious yeah. and then when joker realizes his yeah. life's not a dra- drama it's a comedy yeah. the movie starts becoming more funny yeah like we literally feel like mm-hmm. Oh, we were seeing his life as a drama. Yeah. Now we're literally seen as comedy. Right. Even the killing is funny. Even the killing is funny. When he messes with the little guy. Oh my god, that's hilarious. See, and that also shows that he's not complete. Like he knows what he's doing. It's yeah, he like knows. Not, he's in control. He's in control. Like he didn't. He, he's completely. In, the, the little guy yeah. never did anything. Nothing. Though. So, so he's like, like, he doesn't he, deserve to die. He was the nicest one too. Right. His job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he didn't even turn him in. Probably. No, not at all. Uh, was uh, and but. I also, you know, death can bother a lot of people. I agree. And so it's going to be were, hard for people to go into that movie and kind of look past it, it, that. This is not a movie for everybody. No, no, no. Um, I like when, but I'm also, you know, I'm very straight and cut and forward when it comes to death and um, who. And like, I don't think there should be controversy for this movie. Like, no, I, I like the things they did. They they didn't go too far. I don't mm-mm, think mm-mm. they pushed good uh, intention, like the mm-hmm. the lack of funding for the mental. Yeah health stuff i think that was fantastic it was 
And people always think this is getting rooted in reality, which mm-hmm. causes more controversy. But this is a fictional city. You right. know what I mean? It's it, Gotham is a horrible, gritty, terrible place and to be. I think that they nailed the city of Arkham or Gotham and like, like Arkham Asylum. Yes. And I think they nailed that stuff. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was going to say, the uh, just that little like early moment it really shows you how horrible Gotham could be and how great, like how the contrast of how mm-hmm. good people and bad people are in Gotham. Right. Uh, when he's sitting on the bus and that kid turns around him and the kid engages him and he's just entertaining the kid, like kind of like a nice person. And the mom turns around so fast to stop bothering my kid. And then mm-hmm. he just starts like nervously laughing. It's like, it's. It, so I want to talk about that laughing. Yeah. Do you think that that was a real condition he had? I don't think it was. For me, I think that he always, he just thought his life was funny, so he thought those were funny moments, that he was legitimately laughing. I believe believe the condition, Mm -hmm. you know? Because uh, when he uh, was laughing at his co-worker's joke, he was laughing, doing his, (laughs) and then he turns the corner, and he just immediately stops. True, he did immediately. So maybe that was kind of like hinting at that. Like, he he thought it was a condition, but then he realized he just legit thought that stuff was funny. That's true. Because of his messed up head. Right, 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 right. And by the end of the movie, he's like, She's like the the therapist person was like, "What are you laughing about? You wouldn't get it." Right. Yeah, so he finally understood that he's not even going to try to explain his laughter. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter. To other doesn't people. matter. Yeah. They don't get it. They don't care. And the comedy scene, he always laughed at the offbeat stuff. Yeah. I heard that the actor who was doing the comedian didn't know that was happening, and he didn't know that was the actor. What so are you talking about? They didn't know that this. He thought that was just a background extra, Walking Phoenix, oh, laughing yeah. at weird times. Oh, so he really? didn't know that was the scene. Oh, so okay. he was getting like irritated. So yeah. That's kind of funny. That but, is funny. Which yeah, actually yeah. helps the scene, I bet. Yeah. Because the character would be getting irritated. Yeah. Like, stop laughing there. You're yeah. ruining my flow. Yeah. Uh, side note uh, when he was doing pu- pu- pub- uh, publicity for it, Joaquin was something that happened on Jimmy Kimmel really made me like uncomfortable and mad, like almost a little annoyed with Jimmy Kimmel. Um, there's, a, you know, he, he does his usual rounds. He hits all the talk shows and everything like that. But he goes on to Jimmy Kimmel, and Jimmy Kimmel does like a little bit of gotcha journalism almost, mm-hmm. and goes to uh, Joaquin and just like, well, we found a little moment that you kind of freaked out on set, didn't you? And they had like this oh, secret clip. Is that the one he walked out on? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was the one he mm-hmm. walked out on, and uh, they showed the clip on Jimmy Kimmel and they didn't tell Joaquin. That's at all. pretty rude. Yeah, and Joaquin was completely taken aback and he's like, I could see how uncomfortable Joaquin was. Already he's not a guy who's usually like out in like the public light all too often. Right. He so this is new for himself. Him. And so mm-hmm. he he's right on blast and you can tell he's so like on the internally like pretty upset with Jimmy. And Jimmy doesn't he just keeps laughing and like trying to poke the bear almost. And I was like, eh, Jimmy, come on, like let's let's hold it back a little bit. And like he kept going like and you respect and, the privacy. Right. And Jimmy came out and was just like, well, are you going to apologize? to the Because he like got mad at one of the guys on set, and that's what happened. Um, and he's like, well, I guess, yeah, I shouldn't have said what I said, but also this is a big, you know, major film, and he was making noise during a take, and I'm trying to make some art here. Like, you know, bad on him. I sh- maybe shouldn't have gone, called him what I called him, but, you know, bad on him for ruining takes like that. Right. And uh, But you can see he's like... he's That's money, too. Like, yeah. and, and I'm pretty sure he talked to the director about, like, wanting like it, this is an intense role yeah any little thing can throw an actor off yeah so it's like if you're not in the zone yeah it's gonna be rough yeah and so yeah and i think joaquin was you know in the right completely in the right mm-hmm. in this situation they should have um, told him that they, they should have asked him yeah and i think it was just really kind of just shitty on jimmy's part to like kind of just whip that out out of nowhere completely blindside him usually those talk show things are completely scripted and like everything's planned out right and this was just something that he threw on and i could tell joaquin was very uncomfortable 
and he's like he's kind of like why would you bring this up randomly you know like it was just it felt weird mm-hmm. and uh shout out to Joaquin though I think he, best actor of the year hands down I would agree um before we get to your number two yeah is there any um movies this year that the production design just kind of like um took over for you it would probably be uh well probably at Astra mm. I I don't think the movie as a whole really got me that much I didn't think I it, it, the message didn't land there's a lot of metaphors going on but I thought it looked really really great and just the can't like you know space it's very slow and so you get these big sweeping shots of like there was a car chase on the moon which yeah. was really cool and like less gravity on these moon rovers and that was really yeah, that nice. one got a so, lot of buzz um i'd probably say that one or um i'll mention it more but my number two okay. also my number two so how about you um you know, Aladdin had that Disney money. Um, I didn't. Yeah. While I didn't love Aladdin, I saw it in Dolby. Makes everything better. Makes everything better. <laughs> Hashtag AMC. Give us a sponsorship. <laughs> yeah. So um, seeing it in Dolby definitely helped my right. Aladdin. Uh, I I didn't expect much going into it. Yeah. The production design was perfect for yeah. it. Like it looked like the cart the original. Right. Um, and I think that's just something that Disney has that they're gonna do well on. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, let's talk about before we get to our number two right. ones. We should also have have an honorable mention. I want to. I want to go into a major honor. Let's go through all our honorable mentions. Any movie that you enjoy that deserves a shout out. Let's talk about it right before our finals. Jumanji: The Next Level. Oh, I haven't seen it. Oh my god. I want to because I so, really. The, I didn't expect much from the first one. Yeah. And I I liked it. I just, like yeah. don't get me wrong. It's the perfect kind of movie. Just like yeah, that's a fun movie. Yeah, hundred um, percent. It's a blast. Mm-hmm. I think. I think this is where Jack Black, The Rock, and Kevin Hart do oh the God, best. They do the best. Because they actually have characters exactly. they actually have to act. Exactly. A Hobbs lot of times, Shaw was trash because The Rock didn't do anything other than be The Rock. Right. That's actually probably Hobbs and Shaw is my example of the word one like one of my biggest under-delivered. under-delivered. Yeah. I don't too. even think it underdelivered. I expected yeah. it to be like that. I expected I am it to be very, fun. Okay. And it was more fun than fun. it was. It wasn't even fun. Mm-hmm. Uh I the only the best part of that movie was Kevin's Kevin Hart showing up on the airplane. Right. For like what, two minutes? Right, because they're really good friends. Exactly. <laughs> uh it wasn't even and that also great. Ryan of, Reynolds. Right. Yeah. It was oh yeah, he was probably the best part, but yeah. he wasn't in it much. No. Um I don't think that was the way to do that movie. They no. were treating it like a comedy almost, but the action wasn't yeah. necessarily even good. It wasn't. Like, at least have good action if you're going to do that. Go over the top. Yeah. I mean, Idris was good because Idris is okay. always good. Yeah. I do love Idris, but also they just basically mm-hmm. took the Dark Knight, like the bike from the Dark Knight and gave it to Idris mm-hmm. and like they kind of just made him, they called him Black Superman, but it was right. more like Black Batman. But Right. You know what I mean? And uh, um, So yeah, that, that was, was definitely an under disappointing. Dark Phoenix, another disappointment. Was that this year? That was this year. Yeah, that was trash. I yeah. hated that movie. Oh, it was rough. <laughs> and I love um, all the new the X-Men. The thing is, they had ideas. They should have just, they could have done another one yeah. if they would have just taken their time. They were rushing. Yeah. Um, we didn't have enough, we didn't know Dark Phoenix, we didn't know her enough. No. And I don't, I just don't like the character of Jean Grey in general. Right. I love X-Men. Um, I really don't like they, Jean Grey. I also, outside of Sansa Stark, I don't think I like Sophie Turner really that much as like I like as a person. As a person, yeah, yeah. that's fine. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I, I, I didn't I, like her I in this I kind X-Men. of agree. Um, there was just things they could have done better. 
Yeah. They could have like they could have spaced we could have gotten another movie and it would have just been all the better for it. Yeah. Like just space it out. Don't focus don't put all your eggs in the Jean Grey basket this time. Yeah. You could have done that next time when it was more built right. up, when we had more space. They got okay, the best part of that movie was like, okay, this isn't gonna be as bad as it is. Mystique and Xavier are yeah. killing it together. Oh, 100%. And then they killed her off so early. So quickly. I'm like, what? You just killed off one of your best characters? One of the best characters, J Law. J Law great job for that. She, yeah, she always has. Um and I generally like I've tried to defend this series and I just yeah. can't after Dark no, Phoenix I love Days of Future Past uh, and the other one First right. Class as flawed as they may I be I still those. as movies they're fun they're yeah. always I love um, I love X-Men. James McAvoy Mac, okay uh, Michael Maxwell, Fassbender I, I could go forever oh, McAvoy yeah. and Fassbender are two of the best actors of this decade I think they kill it on every level and that'll bring up another conversation in a second about uh, Glass which I really enjoyed too or was that this year? that was this year I think Right. Uh, <laughs> something like that. Um, uh, it makes it makes. I think it was this year. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, they you said don't put all your eggs in the Jean Grey basket. We already did that once with the first X Men trilogy. Right. Why do we have to go back again? Mm-hmm. The last Jean Grey we was so much better than. We could have given some like we just needed that extra one because I liked the Michael Fassbender like coming in and the different groups yeah. going against each other. Also the villains, no point. They were pointless. Uh, what was the big one? Apocalypse or whatever? Oh, that one too. Yeah, that's what that was Poe. That was Poe di- from Star Wars. Oh, that was? Yeah. Damn. So forgettable. Yeah, forgettable at all. Um, I, that movie was trash. Let's move on from this. I will say, I think one of the worst lines in movie history is Jean Grey yelling, my emotions don't make me weaker. They make me stronger. <sighs> that was horrible. Yeah. That was real bad. Uh, so real quick, Glass. I, I, it's honorable I, mention or worst movie? Honorable mention. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Back to honorable mention. Because it's not a great movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's his face? Shyamalan Ding Dong. His movies are always kind of better than mediocre for me. Uh, he hasn't made a really great movie in a long time, in my opinion. But I Glass is always fun. Honestly, anything McAvoy does, I am I am there. I am for it. McAvoy gets to do. I think just the character of um, uh, Arthur Michael Crumb or something. Uh, uh, Arthur Wendell Crumb and uh, Arthur whatever he gets to play so many characters in one character the split personalities and it's a really cool option for him Sam Jackson always kills it in many of everything he does and I think Bruce Willis does his role pretty fine you know it's nothing his character honestly isn't that much definitely never saw Unbreakable which was the first one of this trilogy in 2001 um, but I had to watch it for this right? and that was pretty interesting you know it's a nice idea uh, but it's a fun movie of course there's a twist Shama, he does it but it was a fun it was good to watch I enjoyed right. it very much but mainly McAvoy Okay, so do you have any more honorable mentions? Because um, I have a couple lists that I can just like shout out in a list form, and yeah. then we can talk about it from there. I Movies guess, I liked, yeah. but I obviously know they're deeply flawed, yeah. some kind of aspect. So I'm just going to list them. Yeah, go. Toy Story 4. Yeah. Uh, Men in Black International. Okay. Godzilla. Okay, that's just a blast, though. Uh, the story was trash. Oh, yeah. But, but listen, all you, you need see is- these... Kaiju monsters yep. coming at each yep. other. That's all you need. That's that, all, that's all need. I wanted it. I'm for. very excited for uh-huh. Congress guys. Right. That's and really I'm fun. not excited for the plot. I know what to expect going yeah. into it. I don't care about the plot. I just uh-huh. want to see monsters battle. That's uh-huh. all I care about. Um, did you see us? Yes. Not nearly as good as Get Out. Okay. I agree. I agree. Um It felt like they I were trying to do way too much. Production design. Mm-hmm. I liked the uh it was it was it was fun. It was it There's was moments yeah. I liked. I really liked his neighbors. They're my favorite mm-hmm. character because I love uh, Tim Heidecker. Right. Um, 
he's one of my favorite. It was almost kind of like a co- comedy adventure. It was. I think with uh, some horror, and I thought it was a good movie. Yeah, it was a great. It it's just, a good movie, but it wasn't as nearly as good as Get Out. Get right. Out was game changing. Get Out's game changing. Um, but I think someone else. It's not my original point. Someone made this point is where people were more watching Jordan on the first movie because it was his first right. horror movie. Uh-huh. This one, they just gave him the reins, and he tried to do too many things in once. I, I think it were. I, I think it's okay. Like he can just do a whole bunch of these type of movies, yeah. and I'm I'm gonna watch them. Right. Uh, but I think his next movie is gonna be better than both of them. Okay, that's what I I'm agree. expecting. I'm expecting uh, the third one to be to outshine yeah. both of them. And I feel he's gonna be around for a long time. Oh god, and he, he's, I just think he's, he's gonna... reinvent. He's there. We're going through a horror renaissance lately, yeah. right now. And it's funny that he's a comedic guy and he's writing horror and he's knocking it out of the park. Right. And also, and that just shows that you don't have to stay in your lane. Right. Feel free to do other stuff. Right. Well, the new Halloween trilogies and not trilogies. You're excited more. for that, huh? I am. Well, the new one this year was great, and Danny McBride is writing and directing them. Hmm. You know, you know. Yes, I know is, right? exactly who that and is. So you just wouldn't expect that, right? And they're really fun. Jamie Lee Curtis kicks ass. You know, oh, yeah, like, definitely. This new Halloween was awesome, and I never was a big Halloween. Guy. I'm a Jason guy. Friday Thirteenth. Talk to me all day about Jason. Right. So I don't know much about Michael Myers, but you're wanting to now. But now this is awesome. I love Danny McBride's mm-hmm. Michael Myers. I mean, uh, yeah, it's so much better than like the Rob Zombie reboots of ten right. years ago. But they're so much fun, mm-hmm. and everyone loves. I mean, slashers. It's just fun, right? Midsummer. Well, I guess it's time. Well, no, that was a, that was another horror honorable mention, Midsummer. But, but I guess it's come, time oh, to come to this. Oh, okay. That is my number that two. That is your number that two. That is my number two of the year. Okay. Uh, I think uh, Florence Pugh is about to be the next Meryl Streep. Okay. That's where I'm at with Ooh. this one. She, when she wails and cries. Yeah. Oh, that that actually hurt. Like I stopped wanting to watch yeah. horror movies after Midsummer. Yeah, I, I don't know, know you why. were fucked up for. A I while. was messed. And yeah. I'm. It wasn't that I was necessarily scared of it. Yeah, I wasn't like totally messed up, but I was like, yeah, I think I'm good for a bit. Yeah, because I watched a lot of horror movies mm-hmm. this year. Yeah, and Midsummer was. It's. I'm still mem- remembering it in my head. Yeah, like it stuck with me while watching. I'm like, oh, this is a masterpiece. It's. It's amazing. A lot of people don't agree with that. I. But I think it's fantastic. It's weird. I'm getting a phone call. Uh, from the uh, apartment gate in my apartment in Atlanta. So I'm going to have to hit close on that one. If it happens again, I might have to take a pause. Um, I think that movie is so damn good. And it's from the same guy who made Hereditary. Did you see Hereditary? Right, I did. And I did not like Hereditary. Okay, I wasn't a big fan of it either. I did not like it. I didn't even really... like some people thought there were similarities, yeah. but I didn't necessarily see them. Not at all. Immediately, immediately, I didn't like it Immediately. At all. Not um, bad. <laughs> but I just loved Midsummer so much. I loved the like world they created in that uh, right. crazy fucked up thing. I love the concept of like these people, you know, living their full lives and then committing suicide at 75 um to kind of like give their bodies back to the earth and they'll come back in another right. time. I really like that concept. I love that I love the gru- the gruesomeness of That's the, a lot of of the gruesome. ending. It was, it's not a it's not a lot. It's only a few moments, but they are crazy. And they stick with you. They stick with you. Like, like when, that dude's played open and from mm-hmm. the ceiling was crazy to me. They put that dude in a bear. I think it was hilarious when he's having to impregnate that one girl. This other older lady just starts pushing his butt Oh, into yeah, her. that's a ceremony. That was hilarious. Mm-hmm. They're all just moaning with her. And I just, I love that movie. And I cannot say enough, though. I think Florence Pugh is probably, don't forget that name. Yeah. She's she will be she's one of the best actresses I've ever seen, great. and that movie was 100 percent carried by her. She's so good. Um, like if they didn't have a good enough actress there, it might not have hit. I don't think it might have hit it well, but but Florence it was about is amazing, her. and she's a Shakespeare, she comes from Shakespeare. So oh nice. She played Juliet in like a main mm-hmm. theater company in Britain. I like and, that um, she um, 
the movie was about her being unable to grieve because of her trash boyfriend. Yeah, her trash, and trash boyfriend. It really hit. Like, he played that so well. I yeah. think he played it well, too. He did, yeah, he, he was did. Very, and, like, he's the kind of trash boyfriend that, like, other people are going to be like, no, he's a cool guy. Yeah. But then you really see it, and he's like, oh, he's a trash he's horrible. boyfriend. And, like, that, just that earlier scene where he didn't say that he's going to Sweden or Nor uh, not Nor To Chidi? Yes. Oh. No, when at the party, when she finds out that he's going for the summer and he, she didn't tell her earlier, and she's like, she's like cool, calm, collected. She's just like, well, I'm just, it's weird that I heard about that there. You didn't tell me. Right. I'm happy for you to go, but I just wish mm -hmm. I would have heard. It. And he's like, oh God, you're just so mad. He's like freaking out. And she's like, no, 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 we're just, let's talk about it. Like, it's fine. And she's like, that contrast of her just being so cool and like chill right. about it, just wanting to talk to her boyfriend about mm -hmm. this thing that came up. And he's so like, no, you're being crazy. And I think, I, again, I just, I really can't say enough, enough about Florence. That new movie, Little Women, honestly, the story means absolutely nothing to me. It's Emma Watson's in that, right? Yeah. And Laura Dern. Yeah. And Meryl Streep. <laughs> but I want to see it because of Florence. That's good. Yeah. And also, Fighting With My Family, which I still haven't seen. I will, I'm a wrestling nerd. I want to see that movie even more now because of because Florence. And she plays Paige. Um, and... I want to go back and see. There's another big movie she was in, Florence. I just, I just, like I said, I've never seen someone act like that in a long time. Right. Not never. Sorry, I haven't seen someone act like that in a long time. Yeah. I think Joaquin and Florence deserve the the, the awards thing. for this year. She probably won't even get nominated. She won't home. even get nominated. Mm -hmm. Maybe honestly, Little Women's okay, like the perfect kind of movie to get nominated. If she wins, I'm happy. Right. Midsummer, Midsummer won't get nominated because you know Oscars are pretty right. snubby against horror films. Even though Get Out did get awards. Right. Uh, but if she does win the award, it'll mm -hmm. probably be for Little Women. Right. One more. So yeah, that brought that's my number two. Right. One more horror. Um, Brightburn. Did you get I, to I see didn't that? see it. No, no. Ooh, Brightburn is was pretty interesting. Yeah. Um. So basically, the premise. It's is Superman. If Superman came to the world, and instead of protecting it, he right was he, gonna t destroy it. Right. Right. Um, Which is terrifying because mm -hmm. he can do anything. He can kill everybody. In right. Two seconds, yeah. And the thing we just see him as a ten year old boy basically, right. and he starts acting out, mm. and he's like, "No, you want to be good. It's your kid." Yeah. And then you just can't. I know, so it, it was directed like a horror movie by yeah. James Gunn's right. brothers, I believe. Okay. Which he's the director of uh, mm -hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I recommend that. I didn't, it's nowhere, I, it's below Midsommar, but that was another one that I, yeah. I think was under the radar. Yeah. That was pretty good. I don't, it didn't get really much like heat or traction right. or anything, and I, I will see it eventually. I think it's on HBO mm -hmm. right now. Uh, yeah. So, so that just leaves your number one, right? My number one, uh, if you know me, I think it's pretty obvious what I'm gonna about to say. Um, you might have to be thinking about it because I haven't talked about it in a bit. We haven't talked about it yet. Yeah. Um, I might be biased, but I, think, but I really loved this movie, and I got on a big Tarantino hype. Oh yeah. So once upon a time in Hollywood. Yep. Uh, a lot of people say there was no plot. You know, maybe there wasn't. I mean, Tarantino doesn't always need yeah, that. Yeah, he doesn't need it. He did exactly what he set out to do. Yeah. The cinematography on it, in it, it, it's like pictures. Yeah. Like, uh, pictures can say a thousand words. He yeah. did it in cinematography form. Right. Millions of words. Yeah. Uh, I thought the acting was fun. The characters were fun. Yeah. It had the cheesy, over-the-top right. flamethrowers yeah. and everything. It's a Tarantino mm -hmm. movie. He's I, always going to hit in some way. I love old Hollywood. Yeah. The, old, the feeling that's magical. Right. Um... I loved Rick Dalton as a character. I know you did. <laughs> it was a mafia alter ego for yes, you online. Yes, yes. Um, I have not seen it yet. You have not seen I have it. Not. I almost Dang. saw it the other it's day. It's really long, but yeah. it's like so. I mean, I just watched The Irishman. That's three and a half hours. Yeah. So don't even get to me about what's really long. <laughs> I guess we didn't talk about The Irishman at all. I thought. I mean, it's just. I, it's a good movie. It's whatever. 
that's how I feel too. I understand yeah. what it is. It's just another Scorsese mafia movie. There's nothing special. I'll get about to it, it in a second. Oh, well, let's let's focus on once. Upon Sorry, a time yeah, we'll Hollywood. go back to once upon a time. Uh, I I almost wanted to bring this up for the production design. Oh yeah, because I think it's beautiful. Yeah, and I had just been like reading about like different storytelling tactics and how authors sometimes will take one tiny detail yeah. and go on tangents forever. Yeah. So I read like Stephen King did this, yeah. but like some guy in a grocery store they give him like a couple pages and then the only purpose he has is he bumps into the the main character in a grocery store that's it Tarantino does this so much in Once Upon in Hollywood (laughs) it's like insane he's just doing a scene and then they go off on tangents and that's kind of how he does his whole scene that is a lot yeah yeah and after this movie I wasn't I like Tarantino, but I yeah. never really studied him since I've been older. Yeah. And I literally spent like the next three days doing nothing but like watching Tarantino watching movies, stuff, yeah. movies uh, researching him because I, I want to be a filmmaker too. And yeah. I think Tarantino's is definitely one of my biggest inspir- inspirations. Yeah. Well, he's something special. I agree. Either, but he's, he's definitely something either you love him or you hate him. Kinda, right. You know, mm-hmm. like his movies aren't for everybody, mm-hmm. but they also kind of are. Everybody mm-hmm. in the early 2000s had a Pulp Fiction poster on their wall. Right. He is, he takes different genres yeah. and makes it his own. And that's something he's polygenre uh, amorous, yeah. whatever he said. <laughs> polygenre amorous. That's exactly <laughs> If you watch it. his music podcast, you know what that's from. You know what that's from. Hashtag leave it in the uh, description <laughs> below. <laughs> so Once Upon a Time in Hollywood definitely takes my top spot. That's your top spot, okay? Um, just because it has a good spot yeah, in my heart. I definitely have like plan- I need to see it. Mm-hmm. I, it's not. It just hasn't happened. You know, the right. stars haven't aligned. But uh, I'm very hopeful from it. I know there's a lot of other like characters and actors in there that I've seen. Like, oh, this person's in that. Oh, I personally think that. that movie. Uh, Brad Pitt steals it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Brad Pitt is. Phenomenal. We forget how good he can be. Uh, yeah. And like, so we've talked about Ad Astra a little bit. The movie didn't hit, but Brad Pitt kills it. I mean, he's a really good actor. Good year for him. Yeah, it's such a, you know, mm-hmm. I think he, yeah, he's, he's mm-hmm. doing good stuff. I think, you know, I mean, he's always hit. Yeah. Like, I saw his old movie, uh, Seven, the one with the box, you know, where the whole thing, what's in the box right. came from. What's in the box? Yeah. I was like, this, this is really good. And you yeah. just, and you know, I haven't seen Fight, Fight Club, Club in a long yeah. time, but that was. I know he's good in it. I just forget sometimes right. that, what Brad, that Brad Pitt can actually Because he's kind of under the radar, too. Even though he's a well, giant time he's a actor, giant, he's yeah. not in the media a lot. No, he's not. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is the whole Angelina divorce Okay, but thing. that's about it. Yeah. Not the media for what he's doing. The media yes. for what's... Uh, uh, yeah. Um... I, oh, one what? thing I want more. One more thing I want to mention is Zombieland Two. Did you see Zombieland? I did. I thought it was fun. It was not as good as the first one. It was one, not though. as good as the not first one. Not nearly as good. Um, I loved my favorite characters. It was of the, course, it the, was like the same movie, just in yeah. a different fashion. Yeah, and I was okay with it. I think I liked it. I like Zombieland. Mm-hmm. I love Jesse Eisenberg and Woody Harrelson, Emma Stone. Right, they're all great people. Mm-hmm. I forgot that Eva Long, whatever, even Evan Longoria. Eva Longoria. He, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, the the kid from Victorious. Oh, you were excited for him Evan to be in the Jogia. movie. Jogia, that's it. I liked his character. Uh, a lot. I, you didn't even realize that was him because you told me he was in the movie, and I forgot about it. And then afterwards, I was like, "Oh shit, that was him." Yeah, and it makes sense. But still, the biggest takeaway from that movie for me was the dumb girl, Madison. Oh, she killed she it. She killed it, and I, she killed it. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. I, my favorite. I laughed so. I I probably pissed off that theater when when she's like, "What's his name again?" She she's like Tallahassee, Let's laughy taffy. <laughs> Kill. I was dead. Yeah, and I never see her play that kind of character. I've never seen her before. Um, I believe she's the girl from Why Him. 
Um, she always plays oh. the stereotypical, like the the yeah. good innocent girl. So that yeah, was like yeah, yeah. Uh, the protagonist usually. So yeah. that was really good. That was she, I think she was her. definitely the star of that movie for me. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Thomas Middleditch and Luke Wilson's little kind of cameo oh. in that too. Oh, fire! Fantastic! Fire. And anything Tommy Middleditch <laughs> no, does. They had so many cameos that yeah. they were just there for like one scene, yeah. and I was okay with it. And like, yeah, it was it. just a fun movie. It wasn't yeah. anything like super special. Oh, and and <laughs> Bill Murray ending the movie. Oh right, that was a blast too. Mm-hmm. Also, shout out you, Bill Murray. Him, <laughs> I Bill Murray. Him. Uh, what was it gonna, no, the also I saw that movie, uh, pretty stoned, and seeing getting to hear Metallica. I'm not even a Metallica fan. I'm wearing a Megadeth fan. Megadeth over Metallica every time, but uh, hearing Master of Puppets on a Dolby theater. Dolby. That hit, Can't stress that enough. Hashtag if AMC you haven't been seeing things in Dolby, you need to. Yeah, go. It enhances your yeah. viewing experience 100%. by so by hundred so percent. Yeah, maybe more. Maybe more. Uh, but yeah, he- hearing uh, Master of Puppets on the speakers was awesome, and that was very fun. Um, right. Um, so, lasting notes. Um, let's talk about the Irishman. Oh God, because yeah. Martin, he's been in the news a bit. He Oh, we didn't even talk about Endgame. Oh, yeah. I liked it a lot. I don't know if we need to go down this road again. (laughs) Separate movie, separate podcast. Um, Um, I've been in the Marvel universe for a while. I appreciated Endgame for what it was. I liked it. I don't, I'm good. Another video. (laughs) I will say I'm just not the biggest Marvel guy. Mm -hmm. I always, I've always been a DC person growing up. And, I watch them MCU movies. I always like have a good time watching them. Right. But they never do it too much for me. And that's kind of what Martin's saying. He's saying they're theme parks. They're not yeah, cinema. Exactly. I don't necessarily I, I understand what he's saying. Yeah. I don't necessarily hundred percent agree with that. Yeah. Because I do think they told a good story over the years. They did. Specifically but, with Iron Man, like yeah. not with all the characters. No, 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 no. A lot of them was side stories. Yeah. And like it was a long lasting TV show. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. And for that, it was great. Yeah. Um, it was like a bunch of different specials, if you think about it that way. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with but the main storyline. I still just, I don't like Star-Lord. <laughs> you um, hate Star-Lord. But I love Chris another Pratt. Video. That's another video. We can go on for hours um, about the Star-Lord. I don't like yeah. Star-Lord, but I do love Chris Pratt, but also he turned to Jesus, so I don't know really how that's going to go. Um, he dedicated his life to God, and I don't know if he can really do comedy once you, once you do that. Yeah. Uh, that's controversial. Hashtag yeah. link in the description <laughs> below. <laughs> Hashtag AMC's not giving me a sponsorship anymore. No, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Um, um, but I, I have just, no affiliation. <laughs> he has no affiliation with what I say. Yeah. Uh, uh, they are of my own accord. Yes. So um, I but Endgame. I still haven't seen the last thirty minutes of it. Oh, yeah. The battle scene. You real quick. Real quick. I was seeing it, and this lady had like a heart attack in the back. In the back, and they had to evacuate the theater. So I never got to see the last thirty minutes uh, of that. I saw what happened, obviously. Uh, so far from home, then, leading into that, uh, wasn't a big fan of it. Spider-Man. It was fun. It was fun. Uh, I, I definitely like understand. Gyllenhaal. I understand what Martin's saying. Yeah, definitely. Um, however, I don't necessarily think his is the best way to go. Either no, his movies. We like, don't need three and a half hour his movies. His movies are, uh, let me say, they're good. Uh, they really, they're detailed. Yeah. Um, they really bring you into a specific type of world. Mm-hmm. But I don't always lo- want the realistic gritty. I, I think I do sometimes. I do sometimes. I think Wolf of Wall Street but, was by and large so much better than the Irishman. I agree. And but that was because we had lot wild characters. Yeah. This one I felt they they were like 
It didn't really matter no. what these actors were playing the characters. The they were best just part, pretty honestly, generic characters. The best part for me was like the last 30 minutes. Okay. Because I really felt the emotion of his, like, not remorse fully, but his, like, man, I wish I had it my daughter. It told a basic surface story very well. Yeah. But that's what it was. Very, think, very well. I think Al Pacino did a really good job mm-hmm. as acting-wise. I, I think, think they, I think all the actors had, were great. Yeah. It was a great, they, they, they had stuff. It just didn't excite me. Right, right And right. I think movies should excite me. It's a movie for old people. Mm-hmm. My grandma loved it. Okay. Uh, but people are, I are, excuse me. I'm if seeing... I could get like a movie like that, but with Marvel or DC, that's the dream. Right. That's what I was, you know. Mix it. Mix it. Mm-hmm. And like give us, I mean, kind of Joker in a way. No, Joker. Yeah. I, I, that's why I think Joaquin Phoenix, best actor of the year. Yeah. Best performance anyways. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm, I'm telling you. If, if, if uh, Joaquin and Florence don't win that, I'll be I'm like, who else even came close to those performances? For me, at least. Uh, if you see Lighthouse, I think Willem Dafoe did really well. It's not going to be better <laughs> than Joaquin, though. Fair. I'm sure it was phenomenal. I'm, I'm not, like, giving it any, like, whatever. I haven't seen it, so I can't really speak on it. But, like, I just don't know how you can be Joaquin. He lost, like, 50 He pounds. was an old sea captain stuck in a lighthouse man. Yeah. Kooky. I'm sure. I'm sure yeah. kooky. Uh, and uh, I was going to say somewhere something else about the Endgame. But um, they just don't stay with me like some movies Endgame. do. Endgame? I Endgame hit me hard. I did cry a few times. I love getting emotional in movies. Like I kind of like let it. I kind of like bring it. Like okay, I'm gonna throw you a bone because I think sh- having movies and like yeah. TV, like like that's what it does. Film should bring you emotion. Right. I'm very much about right. that. The only movies that really got me tear jerking, um, jerking tears. Well, I, it's not. It's a movie I didn't even see. As two, three of them specifically. And I haven't seen it. I've only seen the trailers. And made you cry? Yeah, all three of them. Uh, the first one was the second, the sequel to A Dog's Purpose. Okay, dogs. Dogs always. always get me. And so, like, I'm like, oh my god, this is such a good dog. It has so much, you know. I'm sitting. I'm. I'm. I'm about to watch. Uh, <laughs> I'm about to watch Endgame. And I'm crying watching uh-huh. A Dog's Purpose trailer, and then the trailer for the new Scooby Doo movie. <laughs> oh come on! Anything with dogs, guys. Anything with dogs. But the third one. Um, was the new was the Call of the Wild another dog, starring Harrison Ford, uh, also okay. coming out. Uh, all three just the trailers alone. I'm sitting there in the theater like, oh my god, this dog is really gonna go through shit. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, well, so that's our on that note on hey, Simon. Fifty four minutes. Dog crying my notes. Dog crying notes. Um, um, this has been last night tomorrow. Last night tomorrow. Remember, Simon has a music podcast. If you're interested interested in music, bakery podcast. Yeah. Hashtag link in the description below. Hashtag eat a croissant. Yeah, uh, he'll be going off to Atlanta pretty soon, so yeah, this won't be a normal thing. But we are gonna hop on that new thing, Bebo. Bebo co live stream. Co live stream. We're so going to. And we, just in general, we can do podcasts together. Right, and it's, check out Drive. It's, 20, it's, it's about to be 2020. Right, check out Drive, a Christmas story. It's on YouTube for free. Hashtag link in the description below. He wrote, wrote directed, and starred in it. I did the pros production on it. Uh, it was really great. Thank you, yes. You got it. And uh, so definitely check that out. Hashtag link in the description below. Eat a croissant. Do you have eat a... croissant. We need, do, we, you need a tagline. I need a tagline. What's, What's my tagline? tagline? I don't know. I had eat a croissant. Stay golden. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Tagline to be determined. To be determined.